Welcome to the Hold My Juice Box podcast, where we talk about motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm Christina Zimmerman, a top producing real estate agent, business owner, coach, and mom of two great boys. This podcast is for all the women out there navigating through motherhood and building big businesses. My goal is for this to inspire, motivate, and encourage you as we go from surviving to thriving in motherhood and business. Hey there, welcome to the Hold My Juice Box podcast. This is your host, Christina Zimmerman, and today we're going to be talking about working from home with kids. Obviously, this podcast is for moms and businesswomen, and this was a topic that was bound to come up. So this episode is going to be focused on moms who are having to work from home because maybe the kiddos are sick or not feeling well. But hopefully if you're a stay-at-home working mom, you can also get some things out of this as well. Obviously, there's been quite a big transition with COVID of moms working from home with kids. So again, hopefully there's just something with these tips that across the board, everyone can get something out of it. So let's jump right in. Your business is rocking, everything's amazing, you're hitting your goals, you wake up one morning ready to slay the day, and one of the kids throws up on their oatmeal for breakfast and the other kid has a fever. Now what? I read this hilarious story from the Society of Human Resource Management that I just have to share. It was an article called Working from Home with Kids, How to Manage the Impossible, and it's about Kelsey Atkinson, who is a communications professional and a mother of two young children. She started telecommuting because of COVID and was struggling to get any work done. So one day she had this really good idea about how to work from home without the kids being all over her. So she got all dressed, said goodbye to the kids, went out the front door, walked down the sidewalk, came back around to the back of the house, climbed into her office window and started working because that way the kids would think she was at work. I thought that was hilarious. Obviously, she had someone there to take care of the kids, so they didn't think they were there alone. But that's one idea for how to do this. So tip number one, crawl through your office window and then the kids won't bother you. I'm just kidding. But it is a mistake to pressure yourself into thinking that everything's going to work as normal. There's definitely going to be an adjustment to working from home, whether it's a permanent situation or like I said, the kids just aren't feeling well and you're having to work from home. So if it's the latter, day one doesn't count in my opinion. You're probably setting up doctor appointments to figure out what's wrong with the kids. You're taking them to the doctor. You might have to go pick up some antibiotics from the pharmacy, and it's just a little bit of a whirlwind that first day. So really just don't be too hard on yourself. If it does turn into something more permanent, for example, you're working from home because COVID has just changed your job market, or maybe it's just a job change in general, or maybe the kids have strep throat and you know they're going to be home for a week or at least a few days until the antibiotics really take effect. This is when we get into those hopefully helpful ideas. So the first thing that I have found that works for us is setting up a dedicated workspace. So whether you have an office or don't have an office space, but you've got a corner that would work great with a desk, whatever it is, you really want to make that differentiation for the family so you have an area that they can clearly see is your workspace. Um, 
If you don't have an office space, maybe it's the dining room table or maybe it's the bathroom because you know they won't bother you in the bathroom. Whatever it is, just really make it like a separate area. And you can even do that for the kids too. Set up a dedicated workspace if they're going to be working on homework that they had to bring home for while they're sick. Um, And you can make it fun, you know, make them feel like the work that they're doing, whether it's homework or reading or whatever, that their work is fun and important too. Makes them feel more independent and more grown up. And depending on their age, it's just better all around. So you're kind of making the most of the situation. Next, you're going to want to develop a routine. So... You definitely want to avoid that free-for-all survival mode that we all go into when the kids are sick and you're just trying to get through it. And I think the first step to that is explaining how the day is going to go and why everyone needs to work together to make it all happen as smoothly as possible. Really communicating with the kids Obviously, if they're toddlers, that's going to be a little more difficult, but if they're old enough to understand, don't expect them to just know what you have planned for the day. You really need to communicate with them what you need and what they need. Break it down so everyone knows what to expect and then stick to your normal routine as much as possible. A lot of times when we're working from home, we sleep in because we know we don't have to go anywhere. But if you can either wake up at your normal wake up time or even start earlier because you know the kids are going to be sleeping in, really take advantage of that time. Obviously, make sure you're getting enough sleep yourself. You don't want to get sick. But if you can get up early and just knock some important things out before the house gets all crazy and loud, definitely take advantage of that and make the most of it. Then build in quality time with the kids and set that working time. So the best thing I've found is working in bursts. So you're not going to be able to work for eight hours straight and expect the kids to not bother you. It's just not going to happen. But if you have times set aside for work, so maybe you work for an hour and then you give the kids attention for 30 minutes. Work for another hour, give them another 30 minutes or whatever it is. It can just help better set expectations with the kids to where they're not interrupting you because they know you're only going to work for a little bit and then they can have your attention again. It's also also good to have something planned for the kids during that working time. So obviously if they're not feeling well, maybe they're going to be taking a nap or if you have little ones who take scheduled naps or maybe they're a little bit older, they can do quiet time in their room, reading or tablet time, movies, homework, whatever it is. And then maybe they have free time when you're giving them your attention. It's their time. And then maybe when you sit down to work, they sit down to do their homework. So they're sitting down, they're quiet, and they can focus on something too. Something else that's helpful is setting a timer and explaining that when the timer's set, they cannot disrupt you until the timer goes off unless it's an emergency. And setting those expectations around that timer, especially with the younger kids, can be really helpful because they can actually see that it's counting down. I can't bother mom right now, but I know it's coming soon. And then make sure when it's time to give your kids some attention, turn your stuff off. Put your phone down, leave it in the office, leave it at the desk, wherever you're working, and give them your true attention. Don't be looking at your phone sideways and hoping they don't see you trying to see what emails just came in. They'll catch on and they'll know they didn't get that quality attention from you and then they're going to start trying to get it while you're working. 
But if you can try and focus on them as much as possible during their time, hopefully when you get to your work time, they'll be a little more respectful because they felt like they got some attention. So whether you have littles or teenagers, this one is huge for me or even husbands. Put a snack bin in the fridge or the pantry and tell them there are snacks in here. When I'm working, you can help yourselves to whatever you want in that snack bin. That way they're not coming to you every five seconds asking for a snack and disrupting your work time. Make sure you put healthy things in it. You don't want them getting all sugared up and bouncing off the walls while you're trying to do a conference call. And for the little ones, it also makes them feel a little more independent and grown up, especially because they get to go get their own snack all by themselves. So it can be really helpful, even on the days when you're not home working with the kids. And obviously all of this is one of those things that do it your way. As long as the work is getting done, it doesn't matter if it's after the kids are sleeping or early morning. Just remember, you're not going to get in a full eight hours of work. It's just not going to happen in this kind of situation. Give yourself a lot of grace. Today's parenting website says when working from home, productivity does not equal eight hours. So definitely keep that in mind. Be patient with everything. If your kids are really sick, obviously this is not something that's going to work. But if it's something where they're going to be spending a lot of time on the couch resting, you can get a lot of work done. So the key is you're going to need to be super focused and super intentional with your time. What are the immediate priorities for work? What can you put off until the kids are better and you're back to work? And what can you leverage out to assistants or admins or people in your circle that can help? And I talk a lot about business tracking. Obviously, tracking when you're home with work and working with the kids is just not something that's going to happen at the same level as when you're at work. So really hone in on what those most important things are that you need to get done and just do those and be okay with that. So maybe it's just getting your calls done for the day. Push all of your appointments to the next week when you know everyone's feeling better and just focus on what you can do. The rest of it can wait. Utilize the people that are around you. Again, definitely reach out to them. That can be huge. Obviously, if you have a family member who's willing to come watch the kids, you can focus a little bit. That can make a big difference. But I think setting clear boundaries like the ones I've already said and just having those defined working and play areas and times so they know when you're in that workspace and the timer is set that they can't bother you, it can just make a huge difference. And it can really help decrease the stress of making that transition on everybody because there's those clear expectations and the kids understand a little bit better about how it's going to go. Because I don't know about you, but when my eight-year-old is sick, he's so excited to stay home and thinks it's going to be like a party, like weekend time. And we have to really curb those expectations of sick time is not fun time. You're going to be resting and I'm going to be working, but we'll make the most of it. And definitely relax the screen time rules. Every mom is doing it their own way, but I know when I'm sick, I just want to lay on the couch and watch movies and feel sorry for myself. And sometimes kids need to do that too. And it's okay for that to happen. The other tip that I have for you, this is something that my grandma told me when I had little littles and it was really helpful. 
every time there's a birthday or Christmas or even just throughout the year, she said to take certain toys or games and put them in a box and just put them in the basement or a closet or whatever. And basically, when you have a situation where you're working from home and the kids are sick again, you can bring out that box and it's like Christmas Day all over again. The toys are all new. The kids are excited to play with them again. And it can definitely buy you some time. So, And you don't have to go get all new toys in there. Rotate through the old ones. Maybe go take half of their toy box and put it in a bin and put it away. And then when you bring it out again, it's like they're new again. One of the things we got for my son is, um, and this was a Christmas present for him, but some of those KiwiCo boxes, and it's like those subscriptions, we get them... I think we get one box every three months and they have little activities and projects in them that are age appropriate. And it'll ask you, you know, what is your kid into? What's their age and things like that. So they're really tailored to what your kid is into. But when we get a box like that, if he wants to, he can dive right into it. But if we're busy, we'll set it off to the side for later. And when he's homesick, but he's well enough to want to do something, that is a great thing for him to just sit down he's still resting but he can kind of put together one of those little projects while you're focusing on work it's fun for him buys you some time it's definitely been awesome for us so things like that where they're excited to work on those things um it can just buy you a lot of time you can make your phone calls where you're not going to be interrupted as much um and it's just a good healthy way to balance everything Um, I used to resort to giving the kids a sucker anytime I had to make a call because I knew it would buy me like 15 minutes and pretty soon the kids caught on that every time I got on a call, they would come running looking for a sucker. That's not a good way to do it. (laughs) But if you can bring out a basket of toys or something that they're excited about, that'll keep them entertained for a good 30 minutes or so, it can make a big difference. So the biggest thing is just give yourself grace. It's not all going to get done. It's not going to last forever either. There's no right way to get through this, but hopefully these tips help a little bit. And if you are working from home permanently, whether that's just the way your business is set up or it's that stage of your life or it's due to COVID and your company has gone virtual, whatever it is, just cut yourself some slack. I read something that said you're not working from home, you're at home during a crisis and trying to work. So cut yourself some slack. You're doing a great job. Don't be too hard on yourself and try not to take it out on the kids or spouse when you're stressed out and not everything is getting done. Just hang in there. Like I said, it's not going to last forever. And sometimes getting those extra hugs and snuggles makes it all worth it. So you got this mama. Hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to click the subscribe button to make sure you're the first to know when new episodes are posted. You can also connect with me on Instagram at czim underscore realtor or visit my website at www.christinazimmerman.com. 